Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And I want to welcome everyone to today's edition of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley in Northern Colorado with you. And I am here to take your calls, your questions, your prayer requests. So give me a call at that number you just heard, 303-690-3000. that call-in number. I want to welcome everyone to today's edition of the program I pray that the Lord blesses all of us as we are encouraged in the things of the Lord as we go to the throne of grace in time of need. And that's what this program's all about. So give me a call, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. I want to welcome everyone who's listening today on Grace FM, uh, where Calvary Live originates, and along the front range, a beautiful day here in Colorado and it's nice to get out of that cold weather that we were in last week and um, just enjoying the um, weather right now. And and I hope you're doing well, so give me a call uh, as you are listening on Grace FM along the Front Range up in the southern Wyoming and a powerful signal up into northeast Colorado to the panhandle of Nebraska, so 303-690-3000 is that call-in number. Also, those of you Radio by Grace, many signals, I believe over 70 across the United States. Uh, you're listening live on this 23rd day, Tuesday of January, and I invite you to call in, and uh, and you can do that at the number that I just gave to you. There's another way for you to be able, of course, to get a, uh, a question in or a prayer request, and that's through a dedicated text line. And so that's a different number, 720-336-0897. It's for texting only. No one will answer that uh, line. You can't leave a number. It's for texting. It is a 24-7 prayer line that you can use any time, day or night, to send in a prayer request. But in between calls, as we're waiting for the calls to come in, uh, we uh, will use the text line for your questions and your prayer requests. So, all open lines, 303-690-3000. Grab one of those open lines early because uh, uh, what can happen is they fill up as time goes on in the program, and the hour goes by pretty quickly. So all open lines right now. Also want to welcome those on the Way Radio. I believe you guys are listening live on this Tuesday, the 23rd of January. And then uh, those online that are listening on the mobile app, Grace FM mobile app or the World Wide Web. We even got those who listen overseas, international listeners. And if you're listening right now, God bless you. And uh, you can call anywhere in the country, those of you that are listening online, at that number I just gave to you, all open lines. Grab one of those open lines, 303-690-3000 is that call-in number. And then the other stations that are a week delayed are Hope FM on the East Coast, Truth FM, Higher Rock Radio in Meridian, Idaho, and Living Water Radio in Corpus Christi, Texas. Give me a call, 303-690-3000. I just want to read to you, uh, as I was thinking about this, 
for this program, we get to go to the Word of God, and we get to go to the Lord um, as we are praying for one another and as you ask for prayer. But in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3, we read that the Lord says, Call to me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. And that little verse is such an encouragement to me because I know that I can call to him. He invites us to call to him. He invites us to come, to come to the throne of grace in time of need. And he promises that he will answer us, show us great and mighty things which you do not know. And he says, I'll show you. He he didn't necessarily say, I will do great and mighty things in in our perspective, but he will show us great and mighty things. And the Lord desires to do that. He desires to show us great and mighty things, his grace, his love, his faithfulness, his goodness. And yes, he does do great and mighty things, but he wants to minister to us. Matter of fact, when you look at that section of Jeremiah in chapters 30 through 33, it really speaks about the new covenant, the restoration of, of Israel. But when he was given the promise of his um, assurance of uh, his people's return uh, there in chapter 32, uh, behold, the Lord says that uh, I am the Lord of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? And I just want to encourage you that perhaps you've been waiting on the Lord or, Lord, you've been crying out to the Lord. And the Lord says, there's nothing too hard for me. It reminds me of what was said to Abraham as he was waiting uh, for a child to be born, the promise of the heir, for nearly 25 years. And, And the angel comes and says, you're going to have a son, you and Sarah. And is anything too hard for the Lord? And so for you, come and and let's call out on the Lord and know that nothing's too difficult for for him to work in your life, uh, to work in the circumstances and situations that you're facing, to those that you love. um, Let's call out to him and uh, and to know this, that he wants to show us great and mighty things that are in our lives. So 303-690-3000 is that call-in number. Text line 720-336. 0897. Let's go to Alicia, Fort Lauderdale. Is it Alisa or Alicia? Uh, Alicia or Alisa? Alicia. Alicia. I got it right the first time. How are you? Fine are you, Pastor Jeff? Good. I'm glad you called. How can we pray for you? Um, my mom is in the hospital. She has a procedure done. Okay. And she's anxious and afraid. And um, I think they say that um, she might have the first sign of Alzheimer's. I'm not sure. I have to do some tests, more tests on that one. Yeah, and that's a hard one. Um, you know, I dealt with that with my mom and uh, with my dad as well. And it's a long, hard road. And so, mm-hmm. but today there's there's more help and there's more um, support than ever before. My my dad had it about 15 years ago. And then this last summer, my mom went home to be with the Lord after having it. And there was a big difference in those years. And we're going to pray that God touches her mind and, and, and just gives her peace. But in that, in that dementia or the Alzheimer's, the fear can be there, the confusion can be there. And um, so we're just going to pray for her. And it's um, something that 
the Lord's going to use you. I'm going to pray that the Lord uses you to minister to her um, and be a comfort to her. And so we're just going to commit her to the Lord. So, Lord, I do pray for Alicia. I just pray as her mom is in the hospital and perhaps starting to show signs of uh, dementia or Alzheimer's, it's a very hard diagnosis. Um, it, it's, it's something that uh, is um, very difficult. Uh, but, Lord, I just pray the procedure that she has to have, first of all, that you bring healing to her, um, that it would go well, that you would just calm her heart, uh, give her peace that passes understanding, and, Lord, that uh, she would just have that assurance that you're with her. And, Lord, I just pray that in the days ahead, whatever comes about, that you would just be with her and, and that you would minister to her mind, to her heart, you know, to her um, spirit, Lord, to her body, to every um, every part of her, because um, it can be a hard role being elderly uh, and as our bodies begin to break down in our minds. But, Lord, I just pray that you be with Alicia, being able to minister to her mom and get the support she needs and the help and give her the strength and wisdom as well as the days ahead. So we just lift up this precious family to you, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Can I add one more thing? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this one is a hard one. Um, we're staying in a car for mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want to be on a homeless list. Yeah. But the... Uh, We'll just pray. She's in a difficult situation, right? She, we have nowhere to go after she leaves. Because okay. we want to come to the house and we don't have an address. Okay. Then when we leave the landlord, so we could use the address. But um, it's getting too hard, lying too long. Okay. But I stay somewhere when I stay in the car. The Lord cares about you guys in your situation. And so, Lord, I just pray that there be a permanent place um, for her, that there we get this settled. And, Lord, um, you care about her. And it's been very hard and very difficult. And so, Lord, provide the shelter that she needs and the help that she needs right now. And, Lord, because you care. And even as the scripture says that we can cast our cares on you because you care for us. And so I just give this to you, and Lord, um, that you would show yourself strong on their behalf and provide for them in every way in Jesus' name. Amen. Be Thank pray- you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We'll be praying, Alicia, okay? Thank you so much. You bet. Absolutely. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number if you need prayer. Uh some of you are facing difficult circumstances and situations. We're here to pray with you. And just as I said, that the Lord says, is there anything too hard for me? And he can provide um, for us and as we call out to him. And uh, so we're here to do that for you, to encourage you in any way that we can. Um, there's nothing too difficult. And it reminds me of, of uh, what David said uh, when he was thrown in the lion's den, uh, when uh, it was uh, Darius that said, is your God able, Daniel, to save you from the mouth of the lion? 
And and it was Daniel that said, yes, he is able. He is able. And maybe you feel like you've been thrown into a pit. Maybe you feel like that Satan, who's a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, is about ready to pounce on you. But our God is able. He is able. So we want to pray for you. We want to encourage you with God's promises. 303-690-3000. As we got an open line, text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Rosemary in New Orleans. Hi, Rosemary. Hello. How are you? You're on Calvary Live. Hello. The Word of God. Rosemary, you're on Calvary Live. Hi. Hi. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Hi, I'm calling. I have a question that came up when I was in church when it was like a continued conversation. But the question is about the difference between body, um, not body really, but soul and spirit. We had um, um, some word on, it was First Thessalonians uh, 5 and 23, and also in Hebrews um Hebrews 4 and uh, 13, I believe, um, about the dividing asunder. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry at the same time. No, you're good. You're doing uh, good. Okay. So, yeah, it was it was in Hebrews uh, 4. Right. And uh, I think it was 13. Yeah, um, the Word of and, God and is the, alive. Okay. Go ahead. And, yeah. uh, oh, yeah, 4 and 12, I'm sorry, but yeah. God is quick and powerful, that one. Right. And uh, the, my question is, it came up because we were talking about when you are absent with uh, uh, absent from, from, from life, but together with the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's just a question about what part is with the Lord, what part is buried or whatever, because I know the bodies are going to go up or be... be be lifted up when um, when they join back, you know, with the soul, I guess. And right. and that's my question. I yeah, thought I... that the soul and the spirit was the same thing until just now. And I'm like, well, it says dividing asunder. So I'm like, so the soul and the spirit are not the same thing? Yeah. It, you know, here's our, we're made up of body, soul, and spirit. And sometimes the word spirit and soul is used interchangeably. When David in the Old Testament was talking about the resurrection of Jesus, uh, he says that you will not leave my soul in um, in in Hades. Um, he's speaking about you know the spirit. Um, usually, the definition is body is the flesh and blood, you know, um, and then the spirit is the real us, and then the soul is is the mind, is the emotions. That's the soul, and so it's kind of the psyche. Um, is what it is. Okay. So um, to be, and yeah, okay. and so you made mention of Second Corinthians chapter five. To be absent mm-hmm. from the body is to be present with the Lord. So when we we end our life here, we close our eyes. Our spirit goes to be with Jesus, the real us. Uh, um, we're going to be with Him immediately. And then at the the rapture of the church or the resurrection, First Thessalonians chapter four, and then also First uh, Corinthians fifteen, Second Corinthians chapter five, our bodies are going to be raised up, and we're going to have new heavenly bodies. So eventually, we're going to be um, have a heavenly body that will last forever. Um, our spirit goes ahead. Our souls are more the 
emotions of what it is. Um, but as we have the Word of God that is given to us, it's alive and powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword, uh, as uh, the writer of Hebrew tells us, piercing even to the vision of soul and spirit and joints and marrows. Um, it's talking about God's Word is alive that pierces our hearts. Uh, the Holy Spirit empowers the ministry of the Word to work deeply within our hearts, and um, and that's what we need to remember. The Word of God, there's power in the Word of God, and that's what I constantly remind uh, my congregation. There's power in the Word of God. There's power in the Gospel, and there isn't power in entertainment. There isn't power in hype. Uh, there isn't mm-hmm. power in those man-made things, but there's power in the Word of God. So speaking about how people, you, you know, the the uh, distinction between soul and spirit, um, here we can we can talk about in Hebrew seems to focus more on individually regarding the inner life, and then the spirit seems to be focused more on the supernatural um, power of the inner life. So there's a division of soul and spirit um, because for me, when I hear the Word of God, it refreshes my spirit, doesn't it? You, Rosemary. Yeah, yeah. It refreshes yes. my spirit. Refresh. Yeah, yes. it it really does, and and it, it also refreshes my mind and my emotions, yeah. and so that's okay. really what the simplest way that I can kind of um, think about that because uh, I think about if I didn't have the Word of God, I wouldn't have the joy uh, that I have in my heart, in my in my spirit, but I also mm-hmm. have. In my mind, I just have confidence, assurance, um, because I know the Word of God. It renews my mind. So all these terms that you see in the New Testament, the renewing of your mind, it's important what we put into our minds, right? And, yeah. And it feeds our spirit. So the Word of God is alive. So the soul and spirit sometimes in the Scripture is used interchangeably, but we are made okay. up of body, spirit, the real us, um, and okay. then the soul, which is more of our emotions. I, I like to say okay. emotions are psyches or minds. And where the battle okay. really takes place a lot of times is in the mind, isn't it? It's it's in the, the mind because the enemy loves to be the accuser, the brethren who accuses us day and night. And he loves to mess with our heads. Uh, he lies to us. He deceives us. He whispers in our ears, God doesn't love you. You know, you're not forgiven. You're not what you could be. You're not what you should be. And that's where a, the battle really is a lot of times, is in the soul, in the in the mind. And that's why it's important to renew our minds with the Word of God, to renew our minds with the truth of God's Word, to put on the helmet of salvation uh, as part of the battle, the armor of God, because it's in the mind where we can really get attacked. And uh, and that's where a lot of the spiritual warfare happens is there in the mind. And I need this the helmet of salvation to know that I belong to Jesus. Amen. And and he was overcome. He's the accuser of the brethren. He accuses us day and night, Revelation chapter 12. He was overcome by this, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of testimony, that is the word of the truth, that I belong to Jesus, I am saved, and have the assurance of salvation and we really need to have that that is placed in our mind. And then the Word of God that comes into our minds, we need to have filter into our hearts, right? It's a heart issue. And so it's all really kind of connected together. 
because it's just not an intellectual thing when we take in the Word of God, but we need to allow it to touch our spirit, really need it to have it touch our hearts. Amen? Amen. And so, so, okay, yes, that helped a lot, because I didn't, I just all thought it was just all one thing, but to see that there are two things is is very interesting. And mm -hmm. then I just have one follow-up question about it. Is the, uh, does the soul just die with the body? What happens to the soul? Do we even know? Yeah, there's discussion on that. I think it doesn't. I think that First Corinthians 13 says that we, we shall be known just as we are known, um, that when we go to heaven, we're going to be known. Um, we're going to know each other, even though we're going to look differently. When I get my new heavenly body, um, you know, I pray I have more hair. Uh, I pray, I'm, uh, you know, I don't look as old. As the, you know what I mean. We're going to have new heavenly bodies. But I think that we're going to have somewhat of our personality um, that is going to be there. I don't know exactly. We're in our glorified state. So I don't know exactly how that works. But I, I don't know if our soul really dies. I think I think there's going to be somewhat of our personality there um, that, you know, it will be a part of it. But I can't say for sure. That's a good question. Okay. All right. Okay. We're going well, to find out. We're going to find out. We're going to find yeah, out, aren't we? Yes, yeah, that's right. We're going to find out hopefully soon. <laughs> hopefully soon. Okay. Amen, Rosemary. Okay. Hey, good to, good to right. hear from you. Right. Call back anytime. All right. Thank you. Thank you for your service and you thank bet. you for your passion. And you may bet. God bless you. You thank too. You. Yeah, okay, thank you. Thank I appreciate you. it. Okay. Always love to hear from you guys from Radio by Grace down in New Orleans and um, just a, a beautiful part of the country and um, just so grateful that you guys are tuned in and listening in. Um, we had a call from Tommy from Arkansas. Uh, Tommy, you said, uh, clarify what Jesus said about Pharisees treating their parents Corbin. And, and Jesus rebuked the religious leaders because they would say Corbin. And what it was, uh, Tommy, without getting into discussion with you, is Corbin means dedicated to God. And what the Pharisees would do is they would go around and they would Corbin everything. They would Corbin this in their house and that, and everything is dedicated to God. And they were playing games with the word to where, uh, you know, they were to honor their mom and dad. Uh, back in those days, especially in ancient Israel, that you were responsible to take care of your parents. There wasn't any nursing homes or Social Security or any of those kinds of things. So to be taken care of by your family was extremely important when you got into your elderly age. And so they went around, the Pharisees, saying, Corbin this and Corbin that. And sorry, Dad, sorry, Mom, can't help you, can't give you any food because it's Corbin, it's, it's dedicated to God, or we can't help you in any way practically because it's Corbin, it's all dedicated to God. So they were playing games in that way, and the Lord re rebuked them for that. So that's what that word means, Corbin. So hopefully, Tommy, if you're listening, that, that helps you out. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. we got open lines. Text line 720-336-0897. Text me a question or a prayer request. And um, love to have you call. we got a uh, couple open lines. We're going to go to Betty Jane in Pennsylvania. 
Hi, Betty Jane. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How's that application going? Well, um, so it was canceled. Um, okay. Unfortunately, I was, I'm really disappointed. And, um, you know, I, I know in my heart, uh, and I stay in the word that God has a plan, but I'm really disappointed. So, so yeah. I'm just calling to ask you to pray, please. And yeah, um, I have other sources of, of employment, but um, I just I was really looking forward to you know moving through all that. So. Yeah, and I know <laughs> you were, and we were praying for you, and 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 sometimes you know the Lord says no. And we don't know why, um, but mm-hmm. we can trust him. We can trust right. him that he has the very best for us. And, you know, I, I, we've talked before about being in that place of waiting, and that's a hard place to be. Um, yeah. But he wants us to wait on him. And as I've said before, as you look at the scriptures, Isaiah 30 and Lamentations chapter 3 and uh, Isaiah uh, again, um uh, that he speaks about in Isaiah 40, that as we wait on him, he promises he'll strengthen us uh, in our weakness. As we wait on him, that he'll be good to us. Um, that as we wait on him, uh, that he is working. And and so waiting on him is something that I, I think about David. Uh, David, as he was waiting on the Lord, and he speaks of that. Um, let me read it to you in Psalm uh, 61. I believe okay. 62. He says, that my soul, he says, my soul waits silently for God alone for my hope or my expectation is from him. And he only is my rock and my salvation. And he is my defense and I shall not be moved. And God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength. My refuge is in God. And he was in a place at that time. As you read the triology of Psalms 61, 62, 63, um, he he speaks about waiting on the Lord. Uh, it was a situation where he's waiting to see what's going to happen to his son Absalom, and the result was a hard result, a difficult result. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the Lord ministered to him, and to know that as you are waiting, that the Lord. Uh, sometimes we think when we're waiting, the Lord isn't working, and He is working, and He's going to be working for you, and you're doing the right thing by moving forward. Um, and just um, trusting in him. But, you know, for me, I want to come to that place when I'm waiting on the Lord and resting in him. That's the hard mm-hmm. part for me, is resting right. in the Lord, because I get restless. And I realize when I'm not, you know, looking to him, or I get so distracted or upset, that's when I do become restless. And so we're going to pray that the Lord's going to show you something, you know, soon, He's going to provide for you. He, he, you're in his hands. He's going to work. Um, he's going to be faithful to you. And uh, Father, right. I pr- pray for my sister. She desires to serve, and this job didn't work out. But Lord, you see her, and you know her heart, her desires. And Lord, as she's waiting on you right now, that I just pray for um, the job uh, that would come, uh, that you would just show her. Uh, and it would be just the perfect fit for her that she would be able to serve the elderly like she has to care for others. And Lord, I just pray that as she waits for you, that, um, that she would just rest in you 
And Lord, um, that you care about her and that you are working and you promise to be good for those who wait. You promise to mount up and strengthen those uh, who wait and that you're going to speak to her saying, this is the way, walk in it. And so, Lord, just show her that in a very special and powerful way in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, He's... thank you. So, I, you know, I, I, um, I have a project that's going to cost me a little money okay. to invest, but also that I have to uh, advertise a little. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, thank we'll... you, Jeff. Thank you, you bet. You call Jeff. me back. You call me back. Keep me updated. Hey, 303-690-3000. Call me. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. Jeff Biggs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you on this this, this beautiful day here in Colorado. And um, just, you know, I've noticed the days are getting longer after the show and I noticed there's a little bit of light, so we're headed in the right direction, aren't we? But I pray you're doing well. You just heard those numbers that you can uh, come on the air, uh, that call-in number, 303-690-3000. we got a couple open lines. And then the text line, don't forget about that, is we're in between calls. Uh, we can take the uh, text line. Matter of fact, I'd like to start out with a prayer request. Somebody texted in about uh, their wife, just found out that, uh, she is pregnant this week. Um, she found out and going to see the doctor. Uh, but her first pregnancy uh, in 2022, she lost uh, the baby. So, Father, we pray for this one who texted in um, as she is now pregnant. And I'm sure there's a little bit of anxiousness. Um, Lord, they lost their first baby. Uh, but, Lord, I just pray that this baby would come to full terms, that as they go to the doctor, they would be encouraged and Lord, that you be with her during this time where it can be hard um, in the first trimester. But Lord, just uh, protect that baby in the womb uh, as you wonderfully and fearfully fashion that baby and protect the baby and give them a peace. Just trusting in you, in Jesus' name, Amen. So, uh, love to talk to you, um, and give me a call with the questions and your prayer requests. 303-690-3000 is the calling number. We've got a couple open lines. So let's go to Baltimore with Lamont. Hi, Lamont. How you doing? Good. You're on Calvary Live. Yes, sir. Uh, I got a quick story about Aurora, Colorado. I uh, traveled there when I went to uh, Utah, and I got stuck in the blizzard there. Oh, no. Um, truck. Yeah, truck got stuck in the road. It was I was by myself on the road. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. But, um, so. Yeah, I got stuck in a nice area, though. It was real fancy. Ski resort. <laughs> well, that's um, good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my question was, um, and it, I hate to say that it's, you know, like a dumb question, but it's it's been bothering me. But um, I, my question was, like, uh, is believing in the Lord and, uh, loving the Lord, the same thing. And the reason why I even, you know, I feel like God kind of like put it on my heart to ask because um, 
on one hand, I, I definitely believe in, in, in Jesus and he died on the cross and I believe in the finished works that he'd done um, for us. And then on the other hand, you know, it says, well, if you love me, then you will follow my command. Right. And uh, I know loving and following his commands are like by work, but, you know, yeah. um, it also says, you know, um, uh, yeah, yeah, you're you asking know, a you're asking an important question and, and a very good question because you know believing in him and loving him is it the same thing? I I know this that they asked Jesus what's the greatest commandment and he goes back to the book of Deuteronomy, doesn't he? He says, "Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength." Um, and you know when we come to Christ, we believe in him, we call out to him. Um, sometimes people do it. Um, they don't feel anything. Um, uh, for me, it was, you know, I can't believe that the Lord would love me. And we can love him, as the scripture says, because he first loved us. And I believe love is an important aspect of that because it's the greatest commandment. And then you quote it that Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. John in his epistle right. talks about loving God, that this is the love, that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. So every commandment of the Lord is an expression of his love for us. So love, as Paul mm-hmm. says, is the key. We can sum up all of the law in one word, love. So I, I think it's important for us, to, as we believe in him, to grow in that love for him. And, and here's the key. I, I think that for me and is that as I learn more about Jesus, I can't help but fall more in love with him. And there's been many times that, you know, when I got up to do a teaching, my prayer is that as we are attentive to the Word, because it isn't just intellectual. It isn't just, you know, a bunch of head knowledge. Um, There can be people with a lot of head knowledge they, they know about Jesus, but do they know Him? And I think knowing Him personally um, includes that love for Him and that love for Him, what He's done for us. And as I get to know him more through the word of God. I can't help but love him more. So love is a real key in believing because it isn't just a head knowledge. It isn't just an intellectual kind of thing, having a love for the Lord as as we see his love for us. And and again, you know, um, uh, that love that touches our hearts, and I believe he puts that love, that agape love in our hearts, as we believe in him and move forward in his word and drawing closer to him, um, how can you help but not love him? And I do know, though, that Lamont, that there are seasons where I feel like that my love has grown cold or a little bit distant. And usually it's because I've moved away from him. Usually it's because I'm overwhelmed with circumstances. It's because you know, I am distracted with things of the world, but his love never fails. And he is so gracious and he's so forgiving and he's so wonderful that when I realize that, that Lord, my love has been cold for you, um, has been distant, um, and, and has faded that I can come back and, and it's the forgiveness of God, the goodness of God that leads men into repentance and just that love being restored. And he always is, because he isn't one that Isaiah says that he doesn't, doesn't, you know, um, you know, um, he doesn't break a bruised reed. 
he, he doesn't quench his smoking flax. And when I feel bruised and weak and a little distance, he doesn't come along and just stomp on me, you know, um, when I feel bruised. And then, you know, when people say, you need to be on fire for God. Have you ever heard that, Lamont? Um, you need to be on yeah, fire for God. Me. Yeah, there's sometimes I don't feel <laughs> on fire. I'm just smoldering. But in his love, right. he'll he'll cup that, you know, that flax, and he'll kind of fan the flame back, and he'll do the same thing with right. us. And going to him, when I say, Lord, I, I just don't feel a whole lot right now, but Lord, help me to just um, to just to know you more, to love you more, because it isn't just about feelings, and it's about just drawing close to Him and trusting Him as well. Uh, the feelings are great, but He doesn't He doesn't break that that bruised reed or quench the smoking flax, and He's faithful. But I do believe that love is, is a part of believing Him, loving Him, and we can love Him because He first loved us. So I don't know if that makes sense to you, Lamont, but that's kind of what I think about. Uh-huh. And this good question that you asked, it's, it's not a weird question. It's a good question. Yeah, I feel like God put it on my heart. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I've, I've, I've um, completed, I completed um uh, reading the whole Bible and now it's like now I'm like going back over it like a second time and it's it's like different now. It's like it's hitting different now. Yeah. It's like um it's like what am I I, I found um out now that um you know it's like watching it's like rewatching a movie. You ever watch rewatch a movie that you seen like a, a little kid and then you start to like pick up on stuff that you missed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, keep keep uh, reading, no. Lamont. And, you know, here's the thing. As you keep reading, as you know him, I think you're going to to love him more. That's my prayers. I right. know you. I can't help it but love you more because you're so good. And I remember, you know, I grew up and, and when I was an adult, and I finally heard the Bible being taught. And uh, I remember um, one of the first times I heard a Calvary Chapel teacher teaching years ago, almost 40 years ago, um, I remember sitting there going, the love of God, the love of God, I can't believe that he loves me. And it just hit me right between the eyes and it hit me right in the heart. And um, it's like there's something as, you know, that the work of the Spirit drawing you to him, love is going to be a part of that. So, hey, keep keep Uh, reading. I'm sorry, I'm Keep reading. Shout out to Pastor. Shout out to Pastor Paul. God bless Pastor Paul. Um, Calvary Chat. Well, I think he's in uh, Ontario. I don't know if he's uh-huh. a part of you guys, but I follow. I, I when I was reading the Bible, I, I, every time I got through a chapter or anything, I pull on my YouTube and I, you know, I listen verse by verse. Um, just not reading it, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I really understand it. Keep keep doing it. You'll be growing. You'll grow and, and <laughs> keep close to the Lord. All right, brother? And watch out for those blizzards. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> okay. it's over now. <laughs> okay. okay, brother. All right. Let me, let, let me pray for you, okay? Father, I just pray okay. for Lamont. As, as he's asking a good question. He's growing in the Word. 
And as he grows in the word, that he would grow in his love for you. And Lord, um, for all of us, um, to just know you more is to love you more. Um, and Lord, I just thank you for his question. Keep him safe. Uh, I hear an excitement of growing in the word of God. So I just pray that as he does, uh, the new understandings and um, just discoveries in your word would bless him tremendously. In Jesus' name. Hey, blessings, brother. Take care. Amen. Thank you. Bet. You, too. you bet. Absolutely. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. Let's go to Todd in Aurora. How you doing, Todd? Hey, all right, Pastor Jeff. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. Good. Hey, um, I know that we're big, really big on prayer, but you know, I was wondering if we can explain to the listeners when we pray and ask for God's will, or you know, just. You know, there's there's new people that are new to prayer, and I was just wondering if you if we can share with the listeners about God's will and praying in God's will or asking for God's will. Well, and that should be the motivation of our prayers. You know, we do go to Him for requests, and we're invited to do that uh, to give our supplications and our requests, the desires that are on our heart. And I'm very thankful that we have a Father that invites us to come to Him and to give our requests with thanksgiving, um, to to ask, please ask that your joy may be full, is what Jesus said. So I'm, I'm grateful that we can ask. And the Lord answers sometimes yes, um, and sometimes He answers no, and sometimes He answers wait. But I think the key of what you're getting at is there's teachers out there that say, well, you have to have enough faith, or if you ask in Jesus' name, kind of like that that um, that God, you know, uh, is like a celestial Santa Claus or genie in the sky, and if you just have enough faith, then you, you know, then you'll get what you want, and you can name it and claim it. Um, you can, you know, do that. That's not what prayer is about. Prayer is trusting the Lord. I think that the the greatest uh, and most mature prayer is given to us by Jesus that said, not my will, but your will be done. So we can give him our supplications. We can give him our requests. It's wonderful when the Lord says yes, but sometimes he says no. And if it's not his will, then it shouldn't be our will. And um, And so prayer is not getting what we want. Prayer is desiring to line up to what he wants and what his will is for us. And when we pray in the name of Jesus, it's not a magical formula of, I pray in Jesus' name, like, again, like he's a genie in the sky. Um, but praying in the name of Jesus, it speaks about praying in, in the nature and in the character of God in um, what he wants for our lives. So, Again, the, the 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 mature prayer is, Lord, not my will, but your will be done, and trusting in him in that. But we can keep asking and keep praying, and uh, we can go to him, and I'm thankful that we can, and trust that he's going to do the very best in our lives. Amen? Amen. Yeah. And it's, you know, pray with all your heart and your mind and your soul, and have supplication in your prayer, have that discernment. Yeah. And, uh, and, and pray you know, according to his word, too, because sometimes 
people will come in and they'll say, you know, I'm praying for, um, you know, for this. And it clearly contradicts what God's will is for us in our lives. And um, so, you know, we want to be in line with the Lord. We want to be in line with his character and nature and what he has for us and uh, trust him. But I am grateful that we can ask, uh, because even as I read at the beginning of the show, uh, in that verse in Jeremiah, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. And we're invited to be persistent in prayer. Prayer is powerful. And I think all of us, yeah. that, or a lot of us that are, are listening right now, that, you know, it isn't that I don't pray, but I know that I can pray more. Uh, I know that prayer is the vehicle in which God works. As a church, uh, prayer is so important as a body of Christ. And I was kind of reminding the staff of that, Todd, um, in uh, the morning meeting that we had, that, you know, we need to pray. And with the, the pastoral staff and the leadership, we need to be praying because um, that's really the power um, of God working in our church and going to him. Um, and prayer isn't always real popular or it's absent sometimes, but they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine in prayer, in fellowship and breaking of bread, those four things in the early church. And we must continue steadfastly in that um, and being men and women of prayer and seeking the Lord but not my will, but your will be done, Lord. Here are my supplications. Here's my request. Here's my heart. Here's my desire. And I give it to you and then trusting him in that. Yes. All right, Pastor Jeff, well, you have a good evening. And, you bet, and thank Todd. you for sharing with me. You I bet, will, Todd. Uh, all right, God, God bless. Thank God bless. Always good to hear from you, Todd. All right. 303-690-3000, that call-in number. You want to try getting a quick call in and text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Ann. Ann? Hi. Hi, Ann. You're on Calvary Live. Um, I'm calling to ask for prayer for my family. Yeah, absolutely. How can we pray for them? They're going through some really difficult things. I can't go into all the details, but... That's okay. The Lord knows. Uh, yeah. They're, they're going through some really difficult things, and... I'm so sorry. Um, right now, um, I've, I've made some really poor choices, and um, I'm dealing with some significant consequences for that, and... With what I'm dealing with, um, I'm concerned that with what my family's already dealing with, that this is going to break them. Okay. Sometimes people give up on God. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to... Yeah, I'm so sorry. And God knows the circumstances and the difficulty that you're in. And we're just going to pray that the Lord will just take it and he's going to work and he's going to whatever's going on in your family he's going to bring healing he's going to bring forgiveness he's going to bring strength he's going to bring wisdom because god wants to do that work and what's important and that right now is that you trust him and look to him and that you move forward in what he would have you to do um, because um, that's what he would want you to call out to him david would say hear my cry O god 
and attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed and lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And I can just sense in your voice that as David is writing this, he says, from the end of the earth I will cry to you that you maybe feel like you're at the end of your world right now. And know this, that when your heart is overwhelmed such as it is, that the Lord invites you to say, you know, cry to me and and come to me and I'll tend to your prayer. And he's going to lead you to that place of stability and he's going to lead you to that place where he's going to help you because he's our help in very present trouble. That means today, right now, as we pray. Okay, I hope that encourages you, Anne. So, Father, I do pray that you would just be with her. You know the circumstance. You know where she is, what she's going through, um, the choices that she's made, um, that there be forgiveness. But, Lord, you're the one that makes beauty out of the ashes. And you're the one that can work. And, Lord, the consequences are real. But I also pray that you would bring healing and restoring, understanding, that you bring strength, everything that her family needs. There's a lot going on. You know exactly what's going on. And you know what needs to be done, that there be a turning to you and trusting to you. And, Lord, um, I pray that as Anne here is just overwhelmed in her heart, that she would cry out to you and to know that you can lead her to a place of stability and be a shelter for her and a strong tower. And, Lord, that you won't give up on her. So may she look to you and, Lord, receive wisdom from you and instruction from you and, Lord, just guidance from you in every way. So I pray that you would work with this family that needs you right now. You would be their help in very present trouble. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. And keep you. looking to the Lord. Okay. We'll be praying, okay? Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Let's go to Terry in Windsor. Hi, Terry. Hello. Hi. You're, you're on Calvary Live. Oh, thanks. Um, I just wanted to give you a little background before. I, I have a question to ask you, but okay. I wanted to kind of tell you I, how this came about. Um, I was married to a man for 39 years, and two years ago he divorced me. Mm-hmm. And through our whole marriage, we were all we were always in church. We taught kids, we taught adults. We he preached. We did everything. We went on mission trips. So all through this marriage, we were totally devoted to the Lord, both mm-hmm. of us, yeah. and we were just so in love with each other and in love with God. And then two years ago, he divorced me. Okay, I'm sorry. And he left me for another woman. And I'm so sorry. And so, but the problem, the question I have now is, um, at this point, they want to get married, mm-hmm. but she's Catholic. Okay. So I got a package in the mail uh, to, t- to, I don't know if they're asking me or telling me, they want to annul my 39-year marriage. Okay. And I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. I, do I, and it's a big, huge questionnaire, so it's, it's not a simple yes or no, but very, some of it's very, very personal. 
and mm-hmm. I'm not going to write that down. Right. And, yeah. And uh, yeah, my advice. Most of it is, but well, I don't know if I don't. If I do do it, do can they do it? And if I don't do anything, can they still do it? Well, is the divorce final? Yes. Yeah. Then then the divorce is final. The Catholic Church can't come along and annul the marriage. I've I've heard this. I grew up in the Catholic Church. Um, you, you know, I don't, I don't want to tell you what to do with it. Me personally, I would take it and I'd throw it in the trash. Um, because thirty nine. That's what one of my sons says. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Go ahead. I'm I'm so sorry for what you've gone through, but for thirty nine years you were married to a man that you served yeah. the Lord, and the Lord saw yeah. that. And you're married in God's eyes. And, you know, Jesus has to say about marriage, divorce, remarriage, um, that, you know, uh, he left you for somebody else. Paul would Mm -hmm. say in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, uh, if they depart, let them depart. Uh, He divorced you. um, And and it's painful, but it's real. It Uh, is. But but the Catholic Church can't come along and say it annul like it never happened. Um, Well, that's what... I mean, that just broke my heart. I mean, yeah. well, I've actually been crying yeah. pretty much every day for the last three years anyway because uh-huh. I was just hurt so badly. But I, yeah. I, my, um, how, I am so how sorry. How could the Catholic Church say, well, we're going to dissolve this marriage or annul this marriage, and then where do these four boys that I have, where do they come from? Yeah, exactly. You know, they're, yeah. they're our it's, children. So. Yeah. And, and again, I'm so sorry. And, you know, it's not biblical and, you know, it is divorce and he, um, you know, um, you know, he sinned. And so I don't know if they're doing it to, you know, so they can kind of, okay, we're going to do this and kind of, um, you you know, annul it. So like it never Mm -hmm. happened is to me is very cruel and, um, and it's hard. But you know what? I I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Can I tell you one? Can I tell you one last thing? Yeah, you can. And we got just a couple minutes left. He is ordained as a pastor in Calvary Mm -hmm. Chapel Church. Okay, and and I am so so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And you know it. It just you know you can have a piece of paper. You know the the church can do certain things, but what is important is under the eyes of the Lord. And I um, know. And mm-hmm. you know what? He's not going to leave you alone. He sees your hurt, and he knows what you've been through, and your faithfulness to your husband and serving him. And no, it's not in vain. The Lord sees it. And I'm just going to pray for healing. I'm going to pray for God's comfort upon you. And I'm so sorry that you've had to experience this um, this hurt. But the Lord, he's with you. He's not going to leave you as an orphan. And, um, and Father, I do pray, as we got a couple minutes left, I pray for Terry, who's hurting right now. 39 years of being married and four children, and then all of a sudden, um, I don't care who it is, comes along and thinks they can annul it like it never happened. Um, it, it's not right. But we know that that you're the God of of truth. You're the God of mm-hmm. comfort who comforts us in all our tribulations even when we're pressed beyond measure. And Lord, I just pray for your comfort upon Terry, that she would know that you love her, that you're with her, and Lord, that um, you work in her life and bring in healing to her that she needs. 
and Lord, um, that you would just help her to grow in, in, in her love for you because right now you are her husband. Mm-hmm. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would do that work. And, Lord, just heal the hurt that she's experienced in so many different ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Terry, I'm so sorry. Amen. But you Thank you call you so if you need, you need prayer, and we'll be praying, okay? Thank you so much. Mm, you bet, absolutely. <laughs> so so hard, so painful. And she'll leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. And when that, that gets ripped apart, it's very, very difficult. Well, towards the end of the show, I want to thank you, everybody who called. Uh, keep looking to the Lord. Keep praying to the Lord. Remember, as I read to you today, that call to me, the Lord says, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. And that's a promise of the Lord. He will show you great and mighty things. And to know that he said before that, is there anything too hard for me? There isn't. And our God is able. So if you need comfort, he's able to give you comfort. If you need strength and wisdom, he's there for you. And that even when your heart is overwhelmed, you can call out to him as the psalmist David writes. So I hope today was an encouragement to you and a blessing to you. Stay close to the Lord. Calvary Live will be back again tomorrow at the same time. God bless you. been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.